0: You know, and another thing about the Five Nights at Freddy's movie that really, like, <laughs> surpassed my expectations was, you know, Matthew Lillard going back to his roots with, like, the Slasher movie sort of, like, roots that he's coming from. They, like, mm-hmm. do a Scream reference with, like, the knife, you know, how he yeah. does that in the first movie. He yeah. does that, but as the purple man.
1: Wow. And he only used 5% of his power for it. Yeah. <laughs> pretty incredible. Like,
0: Zoinks, man, I always come back.
1: Like Zoink Scoob, welcome to Disaster Peace Publishing House. <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> <a show> I'm Dev <laughs> Where we
0: explore the wild west of the internet, dramatic, dramatic readings, readings included.
1: included. And uh, we're we're at it. We're in uh, Elder Scrolls uh, November, Scrolls Vember. <laughs>
0: we're in Scrolls Vember, but I'm already looking forward to FNAF February. <laughs> FNAF February.
1: <laughs> we can't. We can't. I know nothing about Five Nights at Freddy's. I know very little. Look, look,
0: you all has that stopped you from reading about Sonic?
1: No, I guess not. Sonic,
0: Five Nights at Freddy's is is just kind of like modern Sonic.
1: We got to talk about Elder Scrolls.
0: Uh, <laughs> don't it's, go watch. Also, just don't go watch the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Wait till it. Wait till it comes out on DVD. Pirate it. Just, yeah, <laughs> I, I saw it for free. I didn't give Scott Cawthon any money.
1: Yeah, so that all uh, being said, uh, uh, Elder Scrolls theme month, Scrolls Vember. we're going to be starting with The Lusty Argonian Maid because we're legally obligated to if we're going to be talking about Elder Scrolls books. But I I wanted to juxtapose it with The Sultry Argonian Bard, which in my opinion is a little more interesting and far more self-indulgent on the author's part. And of course, we have our resident furry expert... <laughs> I've been swimming in these
0: waters when you was just a glimmer in your daddy's eye, kid.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, to, to give a bit of background on these books, they're very well known in the Elder Scrolls fandom because they're, they, they've are they got a lot of like humorous innuendos in them. There are some people that absolutely hate these books, and they're valid. Uh, personally, I think the Sultry Argonian Bard is funnier, but essentially... The Lusty Argonian Maid, that was introduced to the game, I want to say back in Morrowind, um, introduced to the series in Morrowind. And then I think Skyrim is when the Sultry Argonian Bard was introduced as a direct like gender bend of the Lusty Argonian Maid. The Lusty Argonian Maid is written by a fictional author, Crassius Curio, who is, I believe, a character in Morrowind. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, that's just a, a little bit of background on these. <laughs> See,
0: I'm scared. Okay, I I feel like I was too quick to say yes to this theme month, because I forget that th- these are the waters that you swim in. Yeah. Th- you, you have, like, the Elder Scrolls fandom brain rot.
1: Too. Yeah, I've had it for many, many years, but I'm more into Skyrim than anything else. I I tried to get into Morrowind, and I just couldn't do it. The combat sucks. I don't want to read all that text. I can never tell where I'm going. Come at me, Morrow Boomers. It's not a great game. Uh,
0: Oblivion <laughs> is cool because it's got oh Sir yeah. Patrick Stewart in it, and he dies like almost immediately.
1: Yeah, and the uh, the quest writing is a lot better in, in uh, Oblivion too. It's also got Sean Bean in it. I,
0: I also think Dagoth Ur is a way cooler, interesting, conceptual villain than Alduin.
1: Because yeah. what, what's Alduin's
0: whole shit is just like, Grr, I am big evil dragon. I am all four horsemen of the apocalypse, but uh, I, I yell.
1: And not necessarily. He's like a rebirth of Akatosh, which is the god of creation. So there's like this creation-destruction dichotomy. I'm not like a, a lore beard though, so don't quote- Again, like- that's the thing about Elder Scrolls, is that there's so much lore that, like, you can really only specialize in one area of it unless you have no life and a jillion years of time on your hands. So, like, the lore that I'm the expert in is, like, Nightingale and Thieves' Guild lore. Anything past that, <laughs> I guess, is as good as yours. Dev,
0: I, I need you to re what you just said there with, unless you have,
1: lots of love and dedication. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't get that joke. No, you just
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 actively courting the Elder Scrolls fandom. I I, I really don't want to put the energy out there that to to know a lot about it. You have to have no life because what are we doing now? We're reading yeah. the lusty Argonian maid.
1: Yeah, <laughs> on a podcast. Fair. I mean, okay, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Sliding scale.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean. I, I wanted to do this like since before we started the podcast. I wanted to read some of the Elder Scrolls books. I had wanted to do The Real Baron Zaya, but I don't think that's going to be great for an audio format. So I might as well announce this now. I'm going to be doing some bonus content for the holidays because we're going to take a break for the holidays. I'm going to be doing a bonus kind of separate thing where I talk about other things that I've read i'm going to talk about the real baron zaya i'm going to talk about ongoing projects for this show i'm going to be reading more of the john brown isekai more of sad blart i've got some updates on sad blart too it's like updating again there's even a trailer for it that features joan's voice so yeah
0: we have we have to get back on topic though
1: yeah right uh
0: horny furry shit that is dumb
1: and silly very honestly it's funnier than i remember um but yeah, how,
0: how did I describe it before we started the show? The Lusty Argonian Maid is Skyrim's equivalent of that thirty seconds in a seventies porn when the blonde MILF doesn't know how to pay the pizza guy. Yeah, like before the, the fuck before the fucking
1: <laughs> Yeah, pretty much.
0: It's just the did somebody order the extra large sausage?
1: <laughs> I left my wallet at the dildo store. How are we going to do this?
0: <laughs> I could think of something, ma'am.
1: Oh, you know, like that, yeah, that whole yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah the
0: <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm a cowboy. Yeehaw.
1: Yeah, it's essentially the fantasy version of yeah. that. Uh, to give some context, by the way, the reason we're saying furry shit, um, for <laughs> anybody who's like not an Elder Scrolls fan, Argonians are a race of... Uh, they're a fantasy race in the game of people that are like lizard people uh, they're essentially scalies really uh- they
0: and the broad s- scope of there are a lot of lizard people fantasy races that are just kind of ugly to look at i would put the argonians at the bottom of the list (laughs) they are the grossest most unfuckable of the scaly people which makes this funnier to me
1: (laughs) they they i I will say they look a lot better in skyrim than they do in earlier elder scrolls games hey i'm talking about skyrim (laughs) yeah yeah no i'm not saying that skyrim skyrim's a rank-ass game it's uh, any of the characters that people are horny for even those are an acquired taste uh, yeah,
0: I-, I was about to say, like, if you're horny for Skyrim characters, you either also get horny for book characters, which based, or you just you have the sex mods enabled, in which case, man, um,
1: thanks could- for calling me based because I'm sorry, but I'm a to bring fan. <laughs> <laughs> i know that's so basic but <laughs> look i just
0: i just i just know the kind of horny that you are you know yeah
1: that's fair oh you're, you're... i i will say we have some unexpected guests on this episode the uh folks on the roof are joining us today and uh it's the only day we can record so you get to enjoy this with us <laughs> so Thanks. I wish I had something sure. to fu-
0: funny to say about it. I just fucking hate these guys. And um, <laughs> they do this a lot. And I kind of wish that my roof was covered in explosive tar that exploded <laughs> when you stepped on it.
1: Oh, God. Isn't that the dream? Hey, it's in
0: almost 10 fucking minutes.
1: Let's. <laughs> yeah, let's read The Lusty Argonian Maid. All right. Um, this is. So we're starting with volume one. There's two volumes of it, they're pretty short.
0: All right. So are we? Are we just gonna do it like I read one, then you read the next?
1: Uh, sure. Do you yeah. want to be the Argonian maid? Or do you oh yeah, be- the
0: Argonian maid's name is Lifts Her Tail. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the um the <laughs> guy the the guy in this his name is Crantius Colto, which uh, looks to be a bastardized version of Crassius Curio, which is the the yeah. author. Uh, so, Dude,
0: dude's base as hell
1: yeah i want to say this is act four scene three so there's four Continued. acts of this yeah.
0: <laughs> certainly not concert i am here but to clean your chambers
1: is that all you have come here for little one my chambers <laughs>
0: i have no idea what it is you imply master i'm but a poor argonian maid
1: So you are, my dumpling, and a good one at that. Such strong legs and shapely tail. (laughs) You
0: embarrass me, sir!
1: (laughs) Fear not, you are safe here with me.
0: I must finish my cleaning, sir. The mistress will have my head if I do not.
1: (laughs) Cleaning, eh? I have something for you. Here, polish my spear.
0: But it is huge! (laughs) It could take me-
1: Plenty of time, my sweet. Plenty of time. <laughs> End of Act 4, Scene 3.
0: I, I don't like what what this uh, portents for uh, the growing dev ASMR community. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been told that I have an ASMR voice. And I've also been told that the, the Never King Part 2 episode is something of a cognitohazard for that reason. Um <laughs> anyway. Do you want to read volume two?
0: Yeah, yeah, let's get to volume two. Alright.
1: Uh, act uh Act Seven, scene two, continued. My goodness!
0: That's quite a loaf. But how ever shall it fit in my oven?
1: This loaf isn't ready for baking, my sweet. It has yet to rise. <laughs>
0: Oh, if only we could hurry that along. how would I accomplish such a task?
1: Oh, my foolish little Argonian maid, you must use your hands.
0: But it's so full of yeast. <laughs> no, uh, that, was, that was improvised. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's that's not... <laughs> you gotta make your own fun here Yeah um, You wish me to need the loaf Hair
1: In public <laughs> Sorry but
0: There are so many people watching And you've got that camera Are you sure No one's gonna recognize me Wearing the pork and pig mask uh. <laughs>
1: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back around to the canon content.
0: But what if the mistress catches me? Your loaf was meant to satisfy her appetite.
1: Well, then she can sit in the cock chair. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on.
0: I just want to say,
1: what a terrible
0: metaphor this is. Yeah. And at least the other one is like, hey, my dick's a spear. Touch it. This one's like, <laughs> "Need my dick. Hey, yo, uh, punch my dick and bake it.
1: Put a rolling pin over it.
0: I've always thought of, like, a a loaf to mean, like, in the sex metaphor, meaning a baby. Oh. Like, you put a bun in the oven, the bread in said metaphor is baby. Yeah.
1: So... (laughs) <laughs> just, they, they i just mean,
0: imagine this dude like sitting back with with like a porcelain baby doll for a dick like yeah. hey baby
1: i just imagine her putting a rolling pin over it like cock and ball torture
0: time to this, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> we were so close to the end where were we um, oh, yeah. We,
0: we we have to pad this a little bit. These are really yeah, short. Yeah, these know. are
1: short. Um, but we're going to compare it to the Sultry Aragonian mm-hmm. Bard in a second. Uh, Don't fret, my delicate flower. I'll satisfy the mistress's cravings later. Very
0: well. But I'm afraid my oven isn't hot enough. It could take hours.
1: Plenty of time, my sweet. Plenty of time.
0: Oh, that's that's his catchphrase.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's his his thing. So, like... Obviously, this is self indulgent. It's wild to me that this play has seven acts because that's a long fucking play. How do you keep up that level of tension?
0: Yeah, I think that I think that's the joke, right? Is to uh, yeah, be like, yeah. "Wow, this scene has overstayed its welcome."
1: Yeah, and nobody's ever going to do this play anyway. So and it's no just one's... a guy being self indulgent, really. And
0: it's look, no one's going to get fucked either. No. Like this this dude has never seen a penis. <laughs> He's never seen a vagina. <laughs> he doesn't know how the sexo baby may go. You don't
1: happened. think you don't think Crash is curio Fucks?
0: No. <laughs> um, I've I've seen enough pornography to know when it's made by people who fuck and people who don't.
1: I think maybe it was written by a Bethesda writer who doesn't fuck, but Crash is curious. No, 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 I no, no, no. no, no, no,
0: no. I right. mean, no, the Bethesda writer fucks. <laughs> Crash's Curio does not fuck. <laughs> okay, that's where I'm coming. Crash's Curio does not fuck.
1: Okay, I I, I am uh, I'm a hundred percent behind that take. I don't think Look, he does. Here, either. Here's the
0: thing: I do not want to. Most game devs are like grumpy married people with a couple of kids. I don't know how they fuck, but they have physical evidence that they do fuck. So
1: yeah, no, that's that's fair. Whereas yeah.
0: Crash's Curio.
1: I don't know if he has character. kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know if he does either. I, I don't think that's why I've seen him in Morrowind and it's underwhelming. There so. <laughs> should Yeah, there
0: should have been a quest where if you are Argonian, he just immediately comes his pants and gives you $1000. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think that that would
0: have made that game playable.
1: Yeah, what was it? I made a joke on one of my gimmick accounts that was like, the last Yargonian maid isn't scaly porn, it's interracial porn, you fucking bigots. <laughs> 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 See, this is why I missed my Mercer account. I was able to make, like, gross jokes like that. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. You know, maybe it is
0: good that Twitter uh, is unfunctional. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, you have thought- any thoughts yourself?
1: Do I have any have
0: thoughts? Th- yeah, any thoughts about uh, the lusty Argonian Zemonian?
1: Um, I think it's like... I mean, it's vaguely misogynistic, but I think that's kind of to be expected of stuff from old video games.
0: Elaborate on, um, on the specific nature of, of that.
1: He, he objectifies the Argonian made very much in a way that's kind of like... I know that's sort of standard for, like, smut writing, but I remember being struck by that in this, um, it, the first time I read it, I'm like, this guy very clearly likes the, the power element of it, because this is a maid who works for him, it's not yeah. like she can say no.
0: Yeah, uh, cause if you, if you think about, like, a lot of time, hey, t- time for, er, to take a break from all the silly funny haha's. We we've had our jokes now, but uh time to get serious for a minute. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, there's always a trope in uh male power centric pornography, right? Where not only is like not only is it like, oh, this is a maid and she's in a sexy outfit, but I'm in a position to power over her and to go back to your it's interracial porn, you bigots <laughs> joke. It is often a white guy and a not white
1: woman yeah yeah
0: that is exoticized to some degree Yeah, um,
1: so yeah.
0: <laughs> i think what this like stupid fucking piece of dumb porn like
1: prequel it's not thing, even porn it's just let me, let me
0: describe it as, as right it, yeah. it does this really good job of like deconstructing how fucking stupid all that shit is by just yeah. being like hey imagine if you were talking about lizard people and did this exact same shit How dumb would that be? And
1: that is exactly why I love the sultry Argonian bard, to transition. Um, Because it's... I love
0: transition. Yeah,
1: it's almost exactly the same beat for beat, except it is a gender bend. So the person in the position of power now is this woman who... By the way, the author does not hide the fact that it's a self-insert. It's the same exact name. She doesn't even try to be coy about it, which I love that, like, boldness But also, like, there's something um, interesting to me about, like, the inversion of the power fantasy here. Uh, It just, it feels more, like, um, like, interesting in the context of Elder Scrolls.
0: I will I will say, I do think he should have still been called lifts his tail, and he should have been pegged, but that's neither here nor there. We haven't even gotten into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, who knows? There's how many acts of this, like, maybe he gets pegged in one of Look, them. Look, I, I don't
0: think it's possible to be, I feel like the first thing that happens to you when you enter the Bard's College is you get pegged. <laughs> okay. They ask you very politely, hey, you still want to do this? and you could say no and just walk away from it, but so, it is the first thing that happens.
1: So the first thing that happens when you go to the Bard's College is you, you, get, get, you get you get hazed, is essentially what. No, that no, no.
0: Oh no! First you get handed a waiver form, and then you're explaining, like, "No, we'll make an evening out of it. It'll be like your own. Oh, so it's, yeah. it's not
1: hazing. It's consensual. It's consensual. Yeah, like
0: like <laughs> they give you the option to opt out. It is. It's it's required. It's required to go there, but they don't just like. Throw you in a room and go, surprise, Then yeah,
1: that's,
0: that's no good. Um, no,
1: that's no good at all. Yeah, um, that that's
0: hazing. This is, you know, pegging doesn't have to be violent.
1: No, it doesn't. No, of course not. It can not. be sweet. I just, you said college and butt sex, and I immediately thought of hazing, but maybe that's because I just went to the U of A. Uh, <laughs> Woof. Dark joke, but Woof. Um, it, you know.
0: It it would be less dark if they faced any repercussions for all that stuff, but
1: Yeah. Anyway. Rackety schmackety do. <laughs>
0: we live in hell with think <laughs> It's horrifying.
1: So, right. the Soulcerer Bard only has one volume that's canon. However, in the Beyond Skyrim mod, they added uh, a second volume, and it's actually pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to start with Volume 1, act, uh, act 6, Scene 2, Continued. All right.
0: You be the boy, I be the girl.
1: Yeah, okay. okay. My lady, I could never perform your request. Oh, is it too fast for you? I fear that I might damage my instrument. Ah,
0: but you <laughs> seem to handle your instrument so well, my darling.
1: You flatter me, my lady. (laughs) Yes,
0: well, it is such a large and magnificent piece.
1: Uh, May I hold it? Goodness, no. The innkeeper would never approve of such a public display. Then may I suggest a private performance?
0: (laughs) Perhaps away from the noise of the inn where we both may enjoy your
1: tremendous talent. (laughs) Surely you don't mean for me to accompany you to your room. Indeed I do, my sweet. Indeed I do. End of Act 6, Scene 2. Uh, so you see how much more self indulgent it is. Yeah. And like shameless. Yeah, life.
0: at least she's like, hey, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy's like, hey, do you want to fuck me? And she's like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Uh, it's kind of great. You see- hey, hey,
0: wait, are you coming on at me? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah. She's laughs> see, I've been in Croontail's position here before.
1: That's great uh yeah i i like this better i think it's better Uh, how do you feel about it yeah no
0: it's it's funnier too yeah it is way funnier
1: (laughs) it is way better
0: it's always funnier when a dude is like getting hit on and he's like flustered yeah like (laughs) i think that shit's adorable
1: Yeah, yeah yeah i think so too honestly I don't know. Just the inversion of gender roles uh, tickles my my transgender brain. I, I always love seeing that in anything.
0: Also, um, what instruments are there in Skyrim? Because if my knowledge is correct, I can only imagine him like trying to shove a lute up this woman.
1: Yeah, I pictured a lute, um, but there's also like there's flutes, there's drums, Barts, They 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 sometimes one play time flutes. at
0: Bard Camp.
1: <laughs> it has been. So long since I've heard one of those jokes.
0: Oh 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 I forgot that, that um in Morrowind they have the the cock flute. They do. It's the flute that's shaped exactly like a dick. So that's probably what he's using on her. Are
1: you joking? I'm joking. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm getting better at recognizing jokes. <laughs> I I didn't play Morrowind for very long, and Morrowind is Morrowind, you know. <laughs> but Anyway, do you want to, uh, read the, uh, Beyond Skyrim, the modded volume two? Yes,
0: absolutely.
1: All right. (laughs) Act six, scene five, continued. (laughs) Croontail. My lady, such a risque request you make of me to enter this hole and perform such a laborious task. Oh my
0: God. (laughs) My darling, this is no standard hole. This hole welcomes you into its recesses.
1: (laughs) You know this as well as I. Yes, but such depth this hole has, and its crevices so damp, I fear this may be a hard task for me indeed. I
0: already have opinions about this, but we'll go. Surely the harder this task becomes, the more fun it shall be.
1: Oh, my lady, you do flatter me indeed. You are performing admirably so far, but
0: it is time. Come now, Coontail.
1: My lady, what if the innkeeper stumbles upon our proclivities?
0: Perhaps you would like to join us in tackling <laughs> this hard task.
1: Surely you don't mean. Indeed I do, my sweet. Indeed I do. <laughs> End of Act Scene 5 uh, What are your opinions on this? I have a lot of... Th- I
0: already have opinions, yeah. Um, right. I feel like this is lacking in... The subtlety we yeah. have come to expect.
1: Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> it's There's not- no way that this could
0: be innuendo. This is just, like, fuck my pussy, and also if my hub- husband comes, he'll shove it in, too.
1: <laughs> it's crass! <laughs> it's not canon! No, it's not, but I think that's I what I I like. reject it! <laughs> I don't know. I-, I admire the effort, but I do want to see what, like, the canon... Celestronian Bard Volume Two is in Elder Scrolls. Six, uh, if there is one,
0: uh, Act Six, Scene Six is going to be uh, just
1: mm, mm, fuck. Oh fuck. Oh, that's all the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
0: It's it's I, a shame that they cut it out. Uh, fun, that's the best part.
1: <laughs> fun little fun little tidbit, by the way. If you go to Solstheim, there's this uh, cave full of Reeklings, and for whatever reason, they have a pile. Of volumes of the Sultry Argonian Bard, Volume 1. Just, like, a huge fucking pile of them. Like, the whole tribe was reading them or some shit. So, yeah, fun little um, tidbit that you can do if you have the uh, the DLCs <laughs> of this game that is 12 years old. <laughs> anyway, I, I mean, do you have any other uh, op- opinions on the Sultry Argonian Bard? Nah. Nah? Nah. Nah.
0: Nah. <laughs> um, I will say as a meme i think that the uh lusty argonian maid is funnier like obviously i would prefer a full porn with the vibe that the (laughs) sultry argonian bard has but like the lusty argonian maid is funnier i'm sorry
1: yeah that's fair yeah it is uh, (laughs) it's a little bit funnier
0: her name is lifts her tail for fuck's sake that is so funny
1: yeah that is pretty great Alright, I mean, I feel good about taking a break here and coming back with another book. Cool. And we're back.
0: Dev, I can't believe the lusty Argonian maid and the sultry Argonian barn walked in and started fucking for like three hours on the break. <laughs> it was so awkward. We just had to sit here and like, wait.
1: And just experience this collective hallucination together until it ended
0: yeah they didn't. <laughs> they were fucking but they also like weren't fucking like we knew that what was happening was sexual but at the same time like there was no penetration yeah I mean, it was like it was like a, a deviant art live action role play
1: plus like they're both lizards so it got extra weird yeah uh <laughs> anyway we're back
0: fans draw nipples on there <laughs> aren't nipples
1: no there are um it's just that instead of milk the breasts carry hist sap this is actually canon mm. yeah it's i thought
0: uh, it was <laughs> I, I thought it was sobe life water
1: <laughs> oh you're right it is sobe life water so
0: <laughs> how up. else could they sell lizard milk
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i forgot his sap comes from trees not uh <laughs> Lizard titties. <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're we're going over now a uh, uh, our second ever listener submission. This one comes from the only tables. By the way, he's also a YouTuber and a streamer. Links in the doobly doo He's very funny. Love him to death. But um, he asked us to read Withershins, which is uh, it's a book that started in Morrowind. It's been grandfathered into other Elder Scrolls games, much like the Lusty Argonian Maid. So, so the thing about books in Skyrim is that it's hard to write engaging fiction that is already within a fictional setting. Like how can you write something that surprises you in a world where like there's already wizards and dragons and um, demon princes and things like that. and you know, all these fantasy races, like it's hard to find ways to like genuinely surprise a reader. I think Withershins does a pretty good job of that. It's comedic and it's got kind of a uh, an interesting twist at the end. So,
0: on paper, I just kind of disagree with you on that. A lot of my favorite parts of world building in fiction, maybe it's just because I love meta bullshit, but I I love stories within stories, especially in like video games. Mm. They they there's a lot of really fun stuff where like devs will just like. Tell subtext of, of, of a video game narrative by like just writing a fictional story that has like themes in it that are foreshadowing and stuff. And I think it's a medium that a lot of people play around with very well. I will say Skyrim and Elder Scrolls might have a hard time with that.
1: Yeah, no, we actually do agree. Uh, yeah. I just made that point in a different way.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm I, I just like. Elder Scrolls, I feel like, misses the mark on that a lot. But when it's interesting, it's super fucking interesting. And I think it's more just like, they don't live up to the potential of how weird their world actually is. Yeah, that's you know? fair.
1: But, I mean, it's also worth noting that there's only eight writers responsible for all of the content. So they can't be 100% on the mark all the time. Right, right. But, yeah, this is this is one of those ones where I feel like they they were actually kind of clever about it. Yeah, this is the more fucked up Morrowind version, so I guess we're reading the more fucked up Morrowind version. Um, I've
0: summoned the god of Morrowind.
1: Yeah, uh oh, more Boomer's gonna be in my comments. Anyway, um You know what?
0: <laughs> I, I retract what I said earlier. I'll 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 gleefully shit on Morrowind fans.
1: Yeah, no, they're the most pretentious ones. Like, they, they say just like, um, you know, Skyrim is like, it holds your hand too much, whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay, but the combat in Morrowind sucks ass. It's got a huge difficulty curve. Like, see, Skyrim I, is more accessible, and that's why more people play it.
0: <laughs> see, as, as, as a New Vegas fan, I appreciate Morrowind fans for existing, taking the heat of most obnoxious video game likers off of us.
1: Yeah. yeah pretty much yeah that's the other thing about the elder scrolls fandom it's like it's diverse but it seems like they're either ultra queers like me or they're like neo-nazis and there's like a whole spectrum in between there um yeah
0: i think that that's just just something that happens anytime you have anything that
1: that is that draws from
0: well that draws from nordic mythology specifically yeah yeah a lot of that in skyrim and it's not well and Skyrim, it is kind of their fault. Uh, the Stormcloak narrative was, you know, they didn't really, they didn't really think very hard about that, and, you know,
1: yeah, there was also a lot of content with the Civil War that got cut out. And so that's why it's also just kind of not engaging, and like the the politics of it aren't really developed and they aren't very clear. There's also the fact that like politics are boring. (laughs) I'm sorry, things are boring. I'm I'm much more interested in like character driven stories. That's why the quest writing in Oblivion is better than Skyrim, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, everything interesting in Skyrim boils down to oh, these side characters that have nothing to do with the main conflict politically or. Big.
1: Yeah, like the main yeah. quests are like the least interesting thing about it, which, you know, it's, uh interesting to me. But I think the fact that Skyrim is so unfinished is what gives it like um, such a special niche for mods and also fan theories. There's a lot of that to kind of like fill in the gaps. Uh, and that's that's one of the things I also like. The world is just so big that you can add whatever you want into it, really. So such I as thomas
0: that. the tank engine as dragons yeah, to make the exactly. game playable <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah i i love skyrim it saved my life but i will say that bethesda's business practices are dog shit and i'll absolutely call them out on that making an unfinished game and then relying on the free labor of modders to yes. make it playable is fucked up and there's no excuse and for they it.
0: The, skyrim basically showed them oh we can just do that forever and that's yeah. what they consistently do, and it kind of, you know, it, it kind of pisses me off. And
1: that's why Fallout 76 was such a disaster, and then Microsoft bought them up. And now nobody's talking about Starfield whatsoever, because, like, the fall of Bethesda is imminent. Anyway. Um,
0: well, the fall of Bethesda as a as a developer, yeah, but they're, like, publisher. They're, they're a publishing juggernaut right now. Yeah. Uh, they're, like, Microsoft's big publishing arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going anywhere, but their games suck.
1: Yeah, well, here's hoping Elder Scrolls 6 is somewhat better.
0: That's me knocking on wood for your sake.
1: Okay. I, I wasn't saying it with any sort of certainty.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't me, have me faith neither. in Bethesda. Yeah, like, me neither. I, 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 I can I...
1: I can expect the worst and still hope for the best.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know? But at the very least, it'll have uh, the Skyrim grandma in it. Grandma Shirley, I'm happy about that.
0: There'll probably be a DLC that'll make Fallout canon in Elder Scrolls. That's really what they're gonna do. That's Let's like, be honest. Of
1: all the Bethesda or all the Bethesda game fan theories, the the theory that Fallout and Skyrim are in the same universe is one of the most stupid ones. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not very good. I mean, I I, re- I respect the like the desire to connect yeah. the two, but like,
0: yeah. De- uh, my, my my joke stems from the fact that they were going to make the Fallout Earth the canon Earth in Starfield. Oh, like okay. that was going to be a thing, and someone thankfully said that would be fucking stupid and stopped it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to jump into this book?
0: <laughs> I'm kind of putting it off, but yeah, let's go. Uh,
1: so this is Withershins by fictional author Yakut Tawashi, humorous tale of a man's ailment and cure.
0: Tawashi, these nuts.
1: <laughs> All right, said Kazaga. Why don't you want to talk? Zach, he put down his mug of mead and just stared at his wife for a few seconds finally grudgingly because everything i have a conversation darling it flows in alphabetical order just like i told you i think the only way to stop it is to not talk at all uh, so that's a and b couldn't you just be imagining this let's see
0: oh did, so, did we did we explain the
1: uh it'll the like the dialogue yeah. just explained it i have a conversation it flows in alphabetical order oh Couldn't you just be imagining this, said Kazaga patiently. Wouldn't be the first time you had an insane, paranoid delusion. Remember when you thought of the royal when you thought the royal battle mage of Black Marsh was hiding behind every tree with a rape kit intent on making you you, a middle-aged, fat balding tailor, into his personal sex slave? You don't need to be ashamed, but it's Shigarath's way to make us all a little crazy sometimes. If you go to the healer... Damn it, Kazaga! snarled Zaki and stomped out, slamming the door behind him. He nearly collided with siasha his neighbor uh i want to say again this is the more like politically incorrect more wind version so just <laughs> yeah some some of the stuff in the early games is a little like why did you think this was a good idea
0: <laughs> gamers edgy
1: yeah, yeah. this was uh, what i want to say like 2001 when this game came out um excuse me she said to zaki's back he clamped his hands over his ears as he stormed down the street, turning the corner to his tailor shop. His first customer was waiting out front, smiling widely. Zaki tried to keep his temper under control and took out his keys, returning the customer's smile. Fine day, said the young man. Now we're at F. Gods, hollered Zacky, sending the young man flying with a well-placed punch and dashing away. <laughs> 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 he just yeeted him.
0: <laughs> He's he just like... God damn it! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it keeps happening! I must react with
1: violence! <laughs> See, some of these early tales <laughs> yeah. are kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, as much as he hated to admit that Kazaga was right, it was evidently time once again for one of the healer's herbal cocktails. Tarsu's temple to health, mental and physical, was several streets north, an impressive obelisk. Halka, the chief herbalist, met him before he came in the hall. How are you today, Suzaki? "'I need to make an appointment with Tarsu,' said Zaki in his calmest voice. "'Just one moment. Let me see how his schedule looks,' and we're already H I J. Halka said, looking over a scroll. "'Is this an emergency?' "'Kind of,' said Zaki and slapped his head. "'Why couldn't he say yes? Or absolutely? Or sure?' "'Let's see,' said Halka, frowning. "'The best I can do is next Midas. Would that work for you?' "'Midas!' cried Zaki. "'I'll be a complete psychotic by Midas. Isn't there anything earlier?' He knew what the answer would be before she said it. There was no alternative. Mm-hmm. In a way, he had forced the response. If only he had kept the conversation going until Y. The letter Y. Yeah. L. M. No, said Halka. I'm sorry, do you want me to make the appointment? Zacky walked away, gritting his teeth. <laughs> Some fucking leaves. He wandered into the streets, his head down to avoid all conversations, until he looked up and discovered that he had walked all the way to the wharf. A sweet breeze was blowing along the water and took several deep breaths until he felt almost normal. When his temper cooled, he could think again. What if this alphabetical conversation wasn't a delusion at all? What if what he felt wasn't paranoia, but acute awareness? He knew it was the classic dilemma. Am I crazy, or is there really something weird going on? Across the road was a shop called Paradox, featuring a display of herbs, crystals, and vapors trapped in orbs. The sign in the window read, Mystical Consultation Sunrise to Noon. It was worth a shot, though Zaki was dubious. The only people who generally came down to the wharf for healing were stupid adventurers who didn't know any better. <laughs> uh, apparently the guys on the roof are really liking this story. <laughs> yeah, their drills were laughing. They also uh, think that it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> "'Incense burned in copious billows of pink and gold, obscuring and then revealing the clutter within. G- "'Jigic death masks gl- uh, glowered down from the walls, smoking censers hung by chains from the ceiling, "'and the floor was a maze of bookshelves. "'At a well-worn table in the back, a small man wearing a headdress was tabulating a young lady's purchases. "'Okay,' said the man, "'your total comes to fifty-seven gold pieces.' I threw in the restorative scale conditioner for free. Just remember, the candle should be lit only after you invoke Goraflux the Unholy. <laughs> and mandrake root does best in partial shade. See, I I really like this because despite the fact that this is set in a fictional world, you can tell this is definitely based on like those metaphysical shops. Yeah. And like the like actual pseudoscience that goes on in the real world i love that
0: <laughs> yeah uh, you, you gotta love how even when there is magical healing that is proven to exist there are still fucking hucksters yeah that's that, I, that's another one of my favorite trips
1: yeah oh and yeah. this guy gets so fucking huckstered uh, <laughs> yeah. the customer gave a quick shy smile to zacky and then left the store please help me said zacky Every conversation I hear or get involved in seems to be arranged alphabetically. I don't know if I'm going insane, or if there are some kind of bizarre forces at work. To be honest with you, I'm normally a skeptic when it comes to your type of business, but I'm at the end of my rope. Can you do anything to make this madness end? Quite a common problem, actually, said the man, patting Zaki on the arm. <laughs> when you get to the end of the alphabet, do conversations then go to reverse alphabetical order, or start at the beginning of the alphabet?" Reverse alphabetical order, said Zaki, and then corrected himself. Damn it! I mean, it starts from the beginning, all over again. I'm in agony. Can you call on the spirits and tell me? Am I insane? (laughs) And here's where the writers had to get very creative with completing the alphabet. Q-R-S-T-U-V, etc., etc., W-X, so on and so forth. So (laughs) they did some interesting things. Sauriki, said the man with a reassuring smile, I don't have to, you're quite sane. Thank you, said Zaki, frowning. By the way, my name's Zaki, not Sariki. Unusual close, eh? said the man, patting Zaki on the back. My name's Octoplasm. <laughs> Follow me, please. I think I have just what you need. Octoplasm, led Zaki down the narrow corridor behind the desk. The two men pushed past dusty cabinets filled with strange creatures and liquids, past heaps of Neolithic stones, past stack after stack of moldering leather-bound books, into the dank heart of the store. There he picked up a small, squat cylindrical drum and a book and handed them to Zaki. Vampirism, Daedric possession, and withershin therapy, said Zaki, squinting his eyes to read the book in the glom. What an oblivion does this have to do with me? I'm not a vampire. Look at this tan. And what's with withershin therapy, and how much will it cost me? withershins and we're on w from the old cyrillic wither signs which means backwards said octoplasm in a serious tone it's the art of reversing the direction of things in order to gain access to the spirit world and break curses curses cure vampirism and trigger all manners of apotropaic healing so it's doing a bunch of metaphysical babble here yeah <laughs> you know the story about the guy who was told that slaughterfish live in hot water so he said well let's boil them in cold water "'Xenophis,' said Zaki instinctively, his brother having taken a rather esoteric upper-level course in Cyrodiilic philosophy as an elective in the Imperial College 31 years before—what a (laughs) run-on sentence—and immediately wishing he hadn't. (laughs) "'And what do you do with the cylindrical thingy?' Octoplasm lit a candle and held the object over it so Zaki could see more clearly." All along the cylinder were narrow slits and when Zaki peered within them he saw a succession of old black and white drawings of a naked man leaping over boxes one frame <laughs> after the next <laughs> So it's um it's one of those uh what's the thing that spins uh, It's
0: a uh, oh my gosh I I know the word for this it's uh da-da-da-da-da. It starts
1: with a z right
0: It's a it's a zoetrope I think Zoetrope it's, yeah yeah
1: that's what it is I think
0: that's what it's called uh, oh, oh, well, it's yeah.
1: said, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well,
0: so, I I was just flexing a little bit of knowledge that I fucking do that off the dome. Uh, <laughs> I can't read, so...
1: <laughs> so, now we're... I guess it before
0: we saw it. <laughs>
1: yeah, we, we've survived oh, X, now we're on to Y. You spin it like so, said Octoplasm, slowly whirling the device clockwise, so the man within leapt over the boxes over and over again. It's called a zoetrope. Pretty neat, eh? Now you take it and start spinning it counterclockwise, and while you're doing it, read this incantation I've marked in the book. Zaki took the zoetrope and began spinning it counterclockwise over the candle, so the little naked man within seemed to bound backwards over the boxes. It took a little coordination and concentration to keep whirling at a steady pace, but gradually the man's awkward and jerky back jumps became more and more fluid, until Zaki could no longer see the individual frames flipping. It looked just like a little humanoid hamster on an endless reverse treadmill. While he continued to spin the Zoetrope with one hand, Zaki took the book in the other and read the underlined passage. Zoetrope, counterspin, counterspin, counterspin. Pull my life from the rut that it's in. I invoke the goddesses Boethia, Kinnereth, and Drysis to invert my potentially metaphysical crisis. <laughs> <My> <laughs> Why old- does
0: that sound like a new wave lyric? Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my old life may have been rather pointless and. Pl- but <laughs> i
0: dislike like the prospect t- t- of going insane <laughs> make, it's an Oingo Boingo song,
1: <laughs> make the pattern reverse by this withershin zoetrope counterspin 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 so that's the little um thing anyway as he chanted the spell zaki noticed that the little naked man in Zoe trope began to look more like himself The mustache vanished and the hairline receded. The man's waistline expanded and the buttocks sagged to the shape and texture of half-inflated balloons. (laughs) Scales approximating his own Argonian pattern appeared. The man began to trip as he bounded backwards over the boxes, taking bigger breaths and sweating. By the time Zaki reached the end of the incantation, his twin was clutching his chest and tumbling end over end over the boxes in freefall. Octoplasm took the zoetrope and the book from Zaki's hands. Nothing seemed to have changed. No thunder had rumbled, no winged serpents had sprung out of Zaki's head, no fiery explosions. Zaki felt that something was different. Good different. Normal. At the counter, when Zaki pulled out his satchel of gold pieces, Octoplasm merely shook his head. Our treatment radical, such of effects, term long, the what-sure-be-can't-we, naturally. Charge no. Feeling the first real relief he had felt in days, Zaki walked backwards out of the shop, walked backwards out of the shop and down the road to his shop. Uh, so... He <laughs> he, he did reverse the curse! Yeah, he tried a pseudoscientific remedy and it, it made things worse in a different way. What a surprise. <laughs> what a shock.
0: It's gonna be real weird for him to go back into his dad's dick. <laughs>
1: what's uh what's kazaga gonna say when he gets home he's gonna be like i'm normal and she's gonna be like normal i'm yeah not your no (laughs) that's what she's gonna say um anyway that's withershins it's a clever little anecdote isn't it yeah uh kind of enjoyable you you find books like this occasionally in Skyrim with clever little anecdotes uh thief of virtue is fun chances folly is another fun one what's uh uh, a Game at Dinner is a really good one too, Horror of Castle Shear. There's a lot of good books uh in Skyrim, you'd be surprised, but they're not like um great fiction. They're just like little fable parable type things. Yeah. They're they're written in a humorous voice like this one. So
0: yeah, I like I like uh those little flavor t- Some of them in Skyrim are just like lore dumpy. Yeah. And those I don't care for, but like these little Yeah neat little stories.
1: Yeah. No, they they're uh there's some fun books in there. I, you know. That's
0: that's my favorite Daedric Prince, by the way. Uh, the 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 guy who just fucks with people. Shigarath? Shigarath, yeah.
1: Sheagorath, I guess. Gorath <laughs> is really funny. Yeah, yeah. No, he's got some. Um... I'm
0: imagining that it is him writing this.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he
0: would.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, fun little fact about the Shigarath quest in Skyrim is that. There's another Shigarath quest that was unfinished and they ditched entirely, but it's still accessible if you no know clip out of the area where you do the Shigarath quest. And it's like, um, it, it seems like they tried to do something with a dungeon where you get shrunk down, yeah, and like suddenly everything's a lot bigger. It's actually kind of creepy, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, funny. yeah, that ki-
0: that kind of vibes with the the Alice in Wonderland, yeah. um, kind of approach they were taking in Skyrim specifically.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is je- like a there's a thread of that with um, Shigarath, like the Shivering Isles DLC in Oblivion. Kind of, it is a bit of like an Alice in Wonderland thing where you go into this other world and the like. Everybody in there is their own like distinct flavor of insane. Yeah, uh, and it's it's a lot of fun as a quest. I haven't finished it all the way, but it's a lot of fun to go around and like talk to every individual in there.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Oblivion's good. Skyrim's good. Anyway,
0: <laughs> well, Oblivion's good and Skyrim's a video game.
1: Yeah. Uh I I think it's good and I could give a thesis on that, but whatever, you know. <laughs> so any any um pluggables or final thoughts or anything. Uh
0: well, some final thoughts. Uh I'm excited for what's to come.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be doing Pala next, which I'm really excited for. That's one of my favorite ones. So as always we'd like to thank Arya for the use of our theme music. You can find her card, a link to her card down below. Um, check out her stuff, she's great if you can please like subscribe comment hit the notification bell if you're on another platform subscribe or leave a review really helps the show out um we would appreciate it and uh we
0: we had a huge bump in traffic from uh the halloween episode and behind the paint so we just want to say if y'all are sticking around now hi thank you so much and uh hopefully this is this is fun, too.
1: Yeah, and, and thank you for listening to those episodes. Those were the two that we kind of worked the hardest on. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not going
0: to say it's all downhill from here, but we're definitely plateauing a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. that I'm comfy with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I you know, I've been wanting to do Elder Scrolls Week for a long time, or Elder Scrolls Month. I mean, it, it is Skyrim month. November 11th is the anniversary. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I feel like you've been preparing for this, in a way, for your whole life.
1: Yeah, yeah because um <laughs> everything in my life led me to this moment
0: <laughs> yeah uh no dev this this is stuff that you've just been kind of wanting to like just talk about in general even before we did this show i know you talked about that yeah earlier yeah. but uh it's yeah. fun to like finally sit down and dig into this shit with you just yeah as somebody who has no fucking patience for and, for and uh... words on a screen when i'm playing a video game where you <laughs> click a button to shoot fireballs you know
1: yeah that's fair yeah i i've by the way that's my fault though bonus content uh check it out if you want to hear all of my hot takes on the real baron zaya because my hot take is that it's good and i have a whole thesis prepared for it so or if you if you don't like listening to that stuff but you do need something to help you sleep at night i've been told i have an asmr voice so by all means uh go ahead um also please subscribe to the patreon if you like the show really helps out uh we've got bonus episodes on there some behind the scenes of the jeff the killer episode we've got the follow-up to uh sonic stasia blue steel uh which gets pretty rowdy um, yep yeah i'm also going to be posting some thumbnails of future chapters of my web comic if, if you're interested in seeing how that's going to continue we're on hiatus for a year but um yeah, it would really help to support my content. I'm also starting National Novel Writing Month, and I should be very soon uh, finding out how I placed in that literary contest, and you should be able to read uh, the submission that I did for that as well. So that's kind of everything that I've got going on at the moment. John, what do you got going on?
0: Well, I've begun streaming more regularly. You can follow me at twitch.tv slash Uh I draw cartoons and stuff that you can link. Down in the doobly-doo with all of the places where I post my art. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's that's basically what I have going on for me. Yeah. Next year, I'm going to start working, develop, like, like, conceptualizing stuff for a uh, game. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the bulk of what I stream, I think, in 2024. Mm-hmm. If that seems interesting to you, uh, then go do me there. Don't yeah. don't do me there. I don't know why I said it like that, but you know.
1: Yeah, links to everything that we've mentioned in the description. Check it out if you if you enjoy this content. If you want to see see more of what we've got going on,
0: and uh, see you, space cowboy. Yeah.